Certainly is, and it's great to be with you. Well, you might recall at the end of last year there were changes to uh, South Australia's liquor licensing laws. And um, I have to say, there's still a fair bit of confusion about what the changes really mean. So I thought today we'd work through the amendments and explain what's changed and who is affected. To help uh, talk us through, we have uh, Dini Sulio, the Commissioner uh, and uh, Business Services uh, Commissioner. How are you? Thank, uh, I'm well, thanks. Thanks good, for having me. Good to see you. Also, Chief Inspector Greg, H- Greg Hutchins, uh, Officer in Charge of the Police uh, Licensing Enforcement Branch. How are you, Greg? Yeah, good, thank you. And uh, Senior Sergeant Helen uh, Nusky, is it? That's right. It is, yes. Uh, how are you? I'm You're all, also from the uh, the Licence uh, Enforcement Branch. Denny, let's begin with you. What what were the changes that kicked in on the 18th of December last year? Yeah, so a couple of years ago, Alan, we, um, the government undertook an independent review of the Liquor Licensing Act, and one of the things that came out of that um, consultation through that process was concerns about minors going to parties and getting mm. access to alcohol. Mm. Um, so one of the initiatives that came out of that was uh, amendments to the Act that created offences for supplying alcohol to minors other than in licensed premises. It's always been an offence to sell alcohol to a minor in, yep. a, in a pub or so a So nothing's pub. changed there? No, no. no. Um, but in relation to what we were seeing is a number of functions, parties, after prom parties and things like that where we had people organising these events. Um, they were told about 15 minutes beforehand where they were on Facebook and mm-hmm. then they'd end up in some warehouse in Wingfield or, you know, things like that. So there was concerns certainly raised by the police at the time during the course of that review. Um, and, and that's the main focus of this of this legislation that creates an offence to supply alcohol to minors. Um, what was found during the course of the, the consultation was um, people were getting around the, the laws by effectively saying, bring your own alcohol, we'll pour it for you, but it's your alcohol, so therefore mm. we're not supplying it. Mm. So these amendments effectively say that if I serve you alcohol, even if it's your alcohol and you're a minor, then um, I'm guilty of an offence. Um, having been through this with both of my teenage kids, I've got to say, I always was very, very suspicious because there were, there were even forms. It was very well organised, these uh, after-parties. There were forms sent home for mum and dad to sign, yes, I approve of your child to have two drinks or two cans or two or one or whatever. Uh, And we used to sit back and scratch our heads and say, well, hang on, this can't be legal. But the the wording was made it look it was okay. Yeah, and and some of them, and and this to a certain extent um, clarifies what the the law was was around there. And the the act as it was previously is basically silent on whether um, you can serve alcohol to a minor. Um, in your own home or in a in a you know private environment, and that's why this is trying to make it clarified mm. that mm. and and you know this is an opportunity for parents to say no, I don't want my child to be drinking under eighteen, and um, certainly from my point of view, I encourage people to wait as long as they can before they start drinking. Mm. We don't necessarily need mm. sixteen, seventeen year olds drinking. So, but there are people who allow their kids to have a drink. Um, so the idea behind this is making sure that people who are all, who make it lawful. Um, Sorry, make it unlawful for people to serve alcohol to your child um, without your permission. Okay, so uh, the, the law is retained that if you are under 18, it is against the law for you to drink, buy or have possession of alcohol. That's correct. It's as simple as that. Uh, nothing's yeah, changed there. Uh, nothing's changed in there except the fact that you are allowed to have um, alcohol in your home, for example, if you're yes, properly supervised. We'll, we'll, we'll get to yeah. that. But yeah. uh, but otherwise, when you're outside of home yeah. or not with your mother and father or your guardians, yeah, right. you are not permitted to have alcohol if you're under the age of 18. Definitely not, no. To possess Pre- or pretty black and white, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yep. Still a lot of confusion about it, though. Oh, uh, there is. And um, part of the confusion becomes um, where you know, people see 
people having parties and kids having parties and, you know, the parents away and people get their friends to come over to their house and, and mm. they're some of the concerns that, um, mm. that people have. Um, and we've had a number of questions through this as to, you know, if I go away and my child has a party, am I liable to be prosecuted for that? And, and so, you know, part of that is trying to get the message out. So we're working with schools um, to help get the message out and understanding around what this, around what this means. So what is, the, what is the answer to the question you posed? If, if I go away, leave my teenage kids at home and they're under 18 and they get a few mates around and they have a few stubbies, uh, can, so, I be, can I be uh, liable? Yeah, so you as the parent uh, aren't liable uh, on the basis that you weren't aware, you didn't leave the alcohol there and say, you know, go, go your hardest while I'm away. Mm. Um, but certainly the, the minors who are there um, consuming alcohol without parental consent may be liable for an offence. So it's an important message to kids if something gets out of hand that they could be prosecuted mm -hmm. um, and then have a conviction against their name okay. um, that carries with them. Yeah, yeah, with a very important point. Okay, well, we've cleared that up. So no change there. If if I'm under 18, I cannot have any alcohol in my possession, purchase it or uh, be carrying it or whatever. Outside. And, uh, outside. And, and no, uh, no um, alcohol in the public place, no changes to that law. No. No, OK. So what did change? If there was a change brought in uh, uh, if uh, the under-18 is with their parental guardian. Yeah, so what? basically what this created, um, and, and to be honest, South Australia was the last state uh, to have any laws in relation to supply of alcohol to, to minors. Um, so this brings us into line with basically all the other states who have similar legislation. And the change is that if, if I decide that I want to give um, my... Um, child some a, a drink at home or a drink mm -hmm. or two at home and he's 16 or 17 um, he's got a couple of friends over um, I'm, it's unlawful for me to give alcohol to his friends without his parents permission so it creates some control for the parents because what the feedback through the consultation was that um, people were saying you know my friend my son goes to his friend Jim's mm -hmm. house and comes back and he's drunk and I have mm -hmm. no control and no say in it mm -hmm. um, this now creates that that offense so that's really the, the big change in relation to that um, but the main aim of the, the amended legislation was to address the issues in relation to the warehouse parties and the after prom parties right. and that okay. was more aimed at the organizers of these events to um, create offenses to where they were actually just pouring the alcohol for the kids so uh, as I said before um, SAPOL looked to take action against an organiser of one of these events and I think it was one that got out of hand. Um, we went to court and, and the court's position in relation to that was um, people were bringing their own alcohol, they were drinking their own alcohol, um, it wasn't actually supply and therefore uh, the charges didn't stand. Mm. Um, so we've got these people organising these events, DJs, big parties, paying a fee for, to, to go in and the, the, men, the amendments that came in in December makes that clear that that's actually an offence if you're supplying that alcohol. Right, okay. Um, let's get back to the legal side of it, though. I've got a 17-year-old and I'm allowing my 17-year-old son or daughter to have a have a red wine over uh, over dinner or with a couple of mates or whatever. Aren't I just encouraging... Uh, aren't, we, aren't these new laws encouraging us to allow our kids to drink earlier? Uh, well, the new laws don't encourage that because um, the legislation previously is completely silent on it. So there's nothing stopping you doing that um, before. What this is doing is saying um, if you're going to serve alcohol to... to to my child, um, you need my permission before you do that, which didn't exist before. That then gives the opportunity, A, for me to say no and, and not allow my child to go or say to you, no, you can't serve my child alcohol. Um, it also um, creates a environment where there is a discussion around alcohol um, and, and young people and start to discuss you know, the risks associated with alcohol, particularly drinking um, at, at that age. So the, the part of the reason for bringing this in was to actually to make it clear that you can't just give someone's child alcohol mm. um 
the encouragement side of it um, doesn't exist on the basis that people could do it before, um, and I, you didn't have to get my permission to give alcohol to to my child. Whereas now you do, and I now know I about do, it. yeah, mm. and and it's an offence not to. So mm. I think that's where, um, in fact, it's you know, arguably discouraging um, the service of alcohol to to minors unless you have the parents' consent. Mm. And you know, a number of parents, a number of parents we spoke to said, I don't want my child um, having alcohol, but. You know, by the time I know about it, it's too late, so yeah. I haven't had the chance to say no. So that's what a lot of this legislation's about, is being in a position where we can say, um, I don't want my child to be drinking, or I want to have a conversation with them if they are going to have a drink. And, you know, I think to say that 16-, 17-year-olds aren't drinking when they're catching up with their mates is, mm. is probably naive to that mm. point. So um, this is actually creating an opportunity for that discussion to happen and to make sure that the parents of those kids are aware of it rather than finding out when the kid gets poured into their house at you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. So, <laughs> in, um, in a bad state. Yes, that's right. Or get the phone call to come and pick them up from yeah. a warehouse in Wingfield or something like that. So Absolutely, yeah. And then really have to try to that. find the warehouse at 2 yes. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> exactly right. So, <laughs> yeah, no, and, and like I said, we've had that couple, comment a couple of times, mm. but um, this is really um, in response to feedback um, that was given during the course of the review that said, I'm concerned that my child goes to goes to a party or goes to a friend's house and, and gets served drinks and I know nothing about mm. it and I don't want that to happen. Um, and, you know, I think kids do drink, but we're in a situation where we can actually have, have, some, have a discussion about it and, mm. um, and say no when we, when we want to, and, and that creates that offence. We're talking about alcohol on the law, the new uh, liquor licensing amendments. Uh, if you've got any comments uh, or uh, experiences down this alley, give us a call, 8223 0000. And it's 14 minutes away from two. Great to be with you. We're talking about uh, the liquor licensing amendments that uh, kicked in in uh, December last year. And the, the law is about uh, where you can drink, uh, where you can buy the booze and uh, particularly uh, children and uh, whether or not uh, use under 18 can drink. Well, the upshot is there's no change to the law. Use under 18 cannot drink unless they have specific uh, permission from their parents and or their guardians, and that's uh, quite clear, those circumstances. Let's uh, now talk to Chief Inspector Greg Hutchins from uh, the Licensing Enforcement Branch of uh, uh, South Australian Police. Greg, um, is this, this is obviously going to make it a lot easier now that we have black and white laws that are spelling out exactly what circumstances uh, we can all, uh, um, uh, you know, partake. Oh, absolutely, Alan. Look, and it certainly provides clarity to our uh, uniformed people on the ground mm. who are the ones who will be the first responders to these parties. You now there's clear offences now um, where there wasn't before, so it gives them a lot of clarity, and so they gives them direction and a good understanding of what they can and can't do because obviously the main issue here is you know teenagers will be teenagers but it's about protecting them yes yeah yeah and as Danny said it sort of came off the back of for years we've had these after parties uh, uh, being uh, held in the, in the suburbs and in, in some of the industrial areas um, I can speak from experience that I know of a couple that have actually been cancelled since mm -hmm. then because the the law is black and white there now there's no gray area no, that's, that's exactly right. And, you know, the law was specifically brought in to target these potentially high-risk mm. parties, you know, um, and you need this legislation to be able to effectively give control back to the parents. You know, that's what we want. You know, mm. the parents need to, you know, have that conversation, need to be able to engage with their children and discuss with them the issues around the alcohol now, if um, if there are still some after parties happening, because we are heading into the, the formal season pretty soon, um, and if I do get a letter saying, you know, will you give permission for your child to, you know, have one or two cans or whatever, um, what should I do? 
clearly I shouldn't fill in the form because it has no legal standing. Should I ring you guys? Oh, look, yeah, absolutely. Look, and there's a couple of uh, ways you can ring through the police. Obviously, the well-known one is through Crime Stoppers. You know, that's um, been around for many, many years and is a you know wonderfully successful initiative. Um, separately, we have on our um, police website, there's actually a, a party form that you can fill out. Um, download, fill out, and send it through to the police. Oh, okay, to alert uh, you that a party's being held. Yes, it's actually called a party safe notification form. Okay, right. So, can I just clarify? Yeah. Um, the permission form will still apply if um, someone's having a party at, if you're having a party at your house, for example, right. and yeah, you have okay. your friends and you want to get permission from another parent to serve alcohol, mm. if that's the case, um, then certainly if they send you a form, um, they uh, you can give that permission for your child if you're if you're willing to do so um again you know that's each parent's choice about mm. how they parent mm. and, and whether they want to provide alcohol earlier but you certainly can sign but the it. permission form for an after party that uh, the parents won't be at that won't necessarily apply if if there's not if they're not being supervised by responsibly by someone and right. they're, and they're being charged money to attend then that that may be an unlawful party right. okay so, yeah um what actions uh do, do you do when, when when you get called out what do you actually do, uh, Greg? Um, it, it must be a tough one. Uh, yeah, f- you know, from a police perspective, we're well resourced. It's a matter of responding, assessing what's presenting in front of you. There'll be a number of considerations that we need to go through. You know, yeah. the number is present, the intoxication level, you know, the amount of alcohol um, present, and a, you know, a variety of other you know um, local environmental factors. But each case would have to be assessed on its own merits. But clearly, you know, for these high-risk parties, there's going to be, you know, a no tolerance, you know, and we mm. will take mm. positive action. So what if you get called out to, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning uh, to, to an address, a private party, there's no adults present, and they're all off their faces? How do you sort of pin down who's to blame? Uh, look, it, it, it may take a little while to sort itself out mm. but clearly you know we need to respond and respond there with enough resources that we can um, um, handle the situation that's occurring and there, there may be potentially a number of offences not mm. only you know with uh, liquor licensing offences under that act but potentially other more serious type offences that, that need to be investigated and clearly if there's no adult present you know we will take action there's offences for the um, for the children, yeah. for possessing mm. and con- potentially consuming, so they could be expedited or even taken to court. Um, and clearly, you know, as I said earlier, you know, the protection of the children is absolutely paramount. Mm. Mm. And there may be, depending on their ages, other things that we need to do. You know, there may be occasions where we need to start making a few phone calls, you know, to parents potentially. Mm. Yeah, to, to, to alert them this is what's going on, perhaps while they're away for the weekend. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that you could get called and that, say, if there's a, a dozen uh, youths there under the age of 18, they're off their faces, you could charge them all and they'd all end up with, with a charge on their, on their record. This, uh, this is what the young people have to realise, isn't it, without sounding as though we're preaching to them? Look, broadly speaking, that is a possibility. Mm. That, you know, if, if you can show that they have been... Possessing and consuming alcohol, yes. Pretty, uh, it's a pretty, you know, it, it could be a big mistake, can't it? I oh, mean, it we've all made mistakes as youngsters, but uh, no, that's right. This is and, pretty serious, and it may be an expiation, or depending on the nature of it, it may be a, a prosecution. But again, it's it is um, something that will be carrying and becomes a very expensive night out if if mm. that does happen. So mm. it's important that 
um, kids are aware of their, mm. their responsibilities. Helen, what's been your experience uh, with it uh, since the new laws kicked in? Yes, Helen, my, my involvement has been, uh, I guess, right from the ground up. I was involved in the consultation when the legislation was under review um, and then once it was passed through Parliament, I was involved in developing the training programs for our, uh, our officers so they're well aware and um, they know exactly what the legislation states and what powers they have, mm. um, as well as having information available that's accessible for them on the uh, police in- internet site, um, as well as developing uh, corporate training so all our police officers were trained. Right, in yeah. Relation to it. And I can imagine this has probably made it a lot easier for your officers because it's the, the, the law is now there in black and white. That's we know right. exactly where we stand. Exactly right. They now know what action they can take. Yeah, yeah. Has that been a, a, an issue in the past, that, uh, you know, you've had to sort of make make a decision on the spot? Well, I, I guess historically, they were, when they would turn up at the warehouse parties in the industrial areas, there was that difficulty in policing those events hmm. um, and how they could respond to them. So now this gives them some clear guidelines and parameters that they can work work with. Hmm. Uh, let's get back to the the, uh, the issue of being uh, able to consume alcohol as an under-18 uh, when you're in the company or with the approval of your uh, parents or caregivers. What officially is a caregiver? Do I have to be registered as uh, the, the responsible person, Dean? Uh, no, I think um, the general definitions around guardian uh, apply. So if someone is, is responsible and um, for that child's care and welfare. At, at uh, that time. Yes. Yeah, so right. it could be my big brother. Sorry? Could be my big brother. Uh, yeah, so it needs to be a responsible adult yeah, um, okay. and uh, we'd certainly be um, making sure that people understand what their um, <laughs> what their responsibilities are in, in that regard. So it's it's not just um, getting your 17-year-old brother to approve yeah. your 16-year-old having a, a drink, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's making sure that they are ultimately yeah. responsible. Now, what are the penalties uh, for failing to obey uh, the, the new laws? So a person who supplies alcohol to a minor um, is if found guilty of an offence is liable to prosecution of $10,000 or an expiation of $500, and a minor who consumes or possesses alcohol as a maximum penalty of $2,000 and, and, or an expiation of $210. Ouch. Yes, yeah, an expensive yeah. night out. Not, not, uh, not too good for a 16-year-old. No, exactly right. <laughs> so there's a few. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Greg, where, where do we go from here? Do you, how long do you reckon this is going to cut through? You're saying it's taking a while for people to actually realise that the, the rules and regulations have changed. Oh, look, Alan, I think, you know, the legislation is quite new and... You know, programs such as this, you know, certainly push out that that message. Yeah. You know, because it's absolutely, you know, paramount, you know, that parents, as we've said previously, you know, do take control and have control, you know, engage, you know, with their children in relation to the consumption of alcohol. You know, and clearly, you know, with that comes, you know, significant responsibilities for that parent, you know, if you are yourself going to be supplying you know, a child with alcohol, you know, you obviously got to maintain, you know, close supervision of them. You know, you yourself can't be intoxicated and mm. likewise you can't allow the child to become, you know, intoxicated. Now, I was going to ask you about that. Me, as the responsible adult, I've got to be sober myself. 
Can I? Does that mean I have to be under 0.05? <laughs> yeah, look, I don't, I don't think there's any. No I don't think there's any, any particular limit. <laughs> no, it's it's the test of basically the the general test of in, intoxication, and you're affected to the point that you you know your judgment's yeah, affected and things yeah. like that. So certainly, um, and as, as is going to be the case with a lot of this, a common sense approach is going to to apply to it. We got a number of questions early on around this as to whether if um, you know at, at, at Christmas lunch I give my 17 year old daughter a glass of champagne are the police suddenly going to kick my door in and, and, mm. and, and arrest mm. me and that's obviously mm. not the intention of this legislation but that was the sort of the fear that was that was being raised through those communications early on so it's certainly um, aimed at trying to protect people who don't have that that support or mm-hmm. um, potentially where people are um, in a situation where they're getting access to large amounts of alcohol irresponsibly and, and, and we know the damage that can do. Yeah. So uh, to summarise, uh, you would uh, all um, encourage people who find that uh, they've got invites or whatever to actually alert the police? That yes. this is, uh, you know, going on, yes. and uh, you can have a bit of a squeeze, and just make sure that that doesn't necessarily mean the the function won't go ahead. It means it'll go ahead legally. That's right, and it's it's the opportunity for the the police or or, or my office to have a discussion with the organisers or the parents, or um, and to make them understand their obligations, and also what what is you know responsible service of alcohol, and what are the repercussions if they don't. So it's important to know beforehand. It gives you some peace of mind yeah. as a parent, um, and and it means that you know your child's going to come home safely afterwards. All right. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, certainly, it's black and white. There, we now we now know what the new rules are. Thanks so much, uh, all of you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time the seat or the next party. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <a pleasure. laughs> but, but we'll be drinking responsibly. Trust me. <laughs>